Howdy, my friends, and welcome to episode 265 of Keeping Up with the King. And we are reading today from Matthew 27, if we make our way through the book of Matthew. And this is a hard section. I, I think that there's, you know, the crucifixion of Jesus is always uncomfortable to read about. And this section right here makes me uncomfortable. And um, you know what? In our present culture, like, being uncomfortable is like this horrible thing. Um, it's, it seems to be the goal of many people's lives to avoid discomfort. And um, I don't think it's always bad to be uncomfortable. Sometimes being uncomfortable makes us take a closer look at things. Sometimes things being uncomfortable honestly will build us up and make us stronger. I mean, you think about going to the gym. I, I don't like going to the gym. Uh, for lots of reasons, but, you know, exercise can be uncomfortable, um, which is why I, I think I enjoy sports because it's exercise, but it can be actually fun and challenging and not just repetitive motion. So anyway, as I read this, there's some things that make me uncomfortable and um, I'm going to share that uh, as we go, I think maybe at the end. So we're in verse 27 and this is where Pontius Pilate has handed Jesus over to um, over to his guards to um, to be scourged and then to be crucified. So verse 27, it says this. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus to the praetorium and gathered the whole garrison around him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. And part of, I think, why this makes me so uncomfortable is because I'm reminded that this was done for me. And Jesus is taking on the punishment and uh, such that I deserved. And here he is, stripped naked, and they throw a scarlet robe on him, you know, mockery. Um, and, and this is something we see a lot in this this portion. And it's, it says they mock him um, in verse 29. So let's keep going. Verse 29, and when they had twisted a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. So they twist a crown of thorns. And this is, you know, as they're dressing him up like a king, throwing a scarlet robe upon his back and, and that he's been scourged. So his back's been whipped. And so now they're throwing a, a cloth on there and. Uh, and they put a crown of thorns upon his head. You know, you're a king, well, here's your crown of thorns. And as it's a, a crown of mockery, it's also a fitting crown because we know back from the book of Genesis that because of Adam's sin, God put a curse upon the world. And uh, one of the symbols of that curse are thorns that, you know, Adam would have to toil with weeds and thorns and things. And the, the earth wasn't just going to produce beautiful fruit and vegetables for him, but he was going to be struggling with this, the curse of these thorns and, and briars and, and, um, and weeds. And so here Jesus is taking on the sin of humanity, becoming, um, the king of, you know, being the king of the Jews, but also the king of the curse. You know, the Bible says he who knew no sin was made sin for us. And so taking on that curse, it's only fitting that his crown would be made of thorns. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. 
And when they had mocked him, they took the robe off him and put his own clothes on him and led him away to be crucified. So there's this whole mocking thing where they dress him up and bow the knee to him. And I think the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable about this is the things that they're doing um, are are mocking and clearly mocking, right? They they are they're bowing their knee to him like he's a king. They put a crown on him like he's a king. They put a robe on his back like he's a king. They put a, a, a staff in his hand. They're, of course, the staff just a reed, not a, something regal. Um, like he's a king, and yet there's clear mockery going on. There's there's clear mockery going on, and I think again what what makes me uncomfortable about this is that oftentimes we don't recognize. I think I think generally speaking, people don't recognize when they're making a mockery of something by the way they're living. My kids and I were. We're reading through the book of James recently, and and uh, I jokingly shared with them um, a song. I said, and, and, and I and basically I said it like this: there, there's a there's a great song which has an incredible life changing message, and I, I want to share with you the lyrics right now. And my kids were interested in what, what's this great song. I said it goes like this. We are the pirates who don't do anything. We just stay at home and lie around. And when you ask us to do anything, we'll just tell you we don't do anything. And of course, they start laughing because they recognize this is a Veggie Tales song about pirates who don't do anything. They don't do any pirate things. This song lists off, um, you know, I've never hoisted the mainstay. I've never swabbed the poop deck, uh, amongst other things that they've never done. And it, it's a course my favorite VeggieTales song because it is the best VeggieTales song and I don't know if the authors of the song intended it to mean as much as it means to me because the song is about those people who claim to be one thing and don't do anything they claim to be something and yet their life shows that they are not that and this is that thing that I think is why this is so uncomfortable to me, because here's the here are those bowing their knee. Oh, Jesus is king. Put a crown on his head. Put a staff in his hand. Throw a robe upon his back. But they're mocking him. But what about all the times where I've said, Jesus is my king. He, he's the one, you know, sing the songs, crown him with many crowns, you know. But my life shows something completely different. You know, all the years where if you asked me, are you a Christian? I would say, oh, yeah. But my conduct, the way I lived, my attitude was that Jesus wasn't wasn't my king. Because, you see, the thing with a king is the, the king is your ruler. You know, we'd say he's our he's my sovereign. He's he's the boss. He's the king. And yet, if you live contrary to the king, then you have to ask, is, is he your king? You're not serving him you're not obeying him you're not honoring him is he really your king you know is Jesus really your king or or are you making a mockery and maybe an inadvertent mockery you know people that that say oh yeah Jesus is my king and yet do things 
completely contrary to what he called them to do, or they're just, they don't do anything. They're like the pirates who don't do anything. They're the Christians who don't do anything. They stay at home and lie around. They don't follow him, and so it's it's a mockery. And what a tragedy it is when we when we make a mockery of him. When we say, oh, yeah, I just died on the cross for my sins, and yet I'm just going to go out and sin more. Yeah, I, I recognize the seriousness of sin and the damage it causes and the price of my sin that Jesus paid for on the cross. And yeah, I'm just going to go keep doing it. That's a mockery. That's a mockery. That's that's the spitting upon him. That's the striking him with reeds because it's it's a, it's understanding who, who he is and yet doing it again anyway. Um, something that struck me years ago was this thought of what if Jesus paid for your sins at the end of your life? What if at the end of your life you had to sit and watch as he took the punishment for your sins? Would you live differently? Would you live differently if you knew at the end of your life he was going to have to pay for that? Now, it's good news that it's paid for. It's good news that it's once and it's once and for all been paid for, that that Jesus paid for my sin, past, present, and future. But the question is, what's my attitude toward that? Is my attitude toward that like, oh, yeah, it's paid for, I'll just keep doing it. He covered my tab, so I'll just keep adding to the tab. Or is the attitude like, no, heaven, heaven forbid that I would continue in that, that we continue to walk down that path and that road, continue to do the things that, that just went to the cross for. Continue to say, you're my king, and yet just add to the humiliation? To make his name look bad? To make a mockery of him? To where, when I, when I say to people I'm a Christian, yet they see my life, they say, then I don't want to be that? If that guy's a Christian, count me out? What a tragedy. Heaven forbid that we ever do that. Heaven forbid that we ever make a mockery of our Savior. God bless you. Talk to you next time.